Welcome to Pagan Coffee Talk. I'm Oswan, and I have Lord Knight with me. And today, we are going to talk about protection spells. Do we really need them? Well, some people might need them. I sure don't. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no joking. Uh, The protection spells we'll get to in a minute, all right? Okay. The first level of protection you actually have is a psychic shield that you actually have around your body naturally. You don't have to do anything. It's just there. All right. Is that kind of like the aura field that people see and, exactly. and read? Okay. All right. Matter of fact, people with these that can see these aura fields and stuff like that will sit there and tell you, you know, if you break an arm or actually have an injury to your body, they can actually see it in your aura field. It either shows up as a different color or like slightly weaker. Okay. That right? makes sense. So we know the aura field can weaken or strengthen based on physical fitness. All right. Well, the same thing's also true for psychological and emotional. How? It can show up in your aura field. It actually shows up as a defect. Well, I don't want to say a defect, but slightly different energies. So it might show up as like a black spot or... Or even a red spot or whatever. Just something outside of the quote-unquote normal field. For that person. Okay. Makes sense? Sure. And we know this, and most people that see auras will be the first one to tell you this, that this actually happens. Okay? So, you know, again, psychological and emotional can also affect this. All right? Now, we're going to skip for a minute. Okay? Why not? Now, let's look at it this way. Now, when we look at where we look at stories of um, actual possession, mm-hmm. and we see how in the world the story develops over time, the majority of the time these spirits or these entities are normally will cause friction in the family, trying to separate them all so they're not there for each other, get, keeping them mad at one another and stuff like that. Then they start trying to do things to see which member of the family is going to have a psychological problem that will manifest in that ore field. Right. First. Right, because they're feeding off of this. They're, they're, feeding, they're, they're feeding off the psychic energy no matter what it is. Good, right. bad, they're just feeding off of it. They can feed off of it better if they can actually get inside you. Right. Make sense? Mm-hmm. So they do this by psychologically torturing families to see... Whose ore field's going to crack first? Okay. Makes sense? Mm-hmm. So if your ore field's good, you're not, when you're out in public, you really don't have to worry about protecting yourself. It's there. Some people have even talked to the, about this ore field that, you know, when those who are uh, going into a new situation or something like that, they'll like maybe might see that ore field, you know, in a relaxed state at home or somewhere you feel safe being kind of, Less defined, a little bit more spread out, Mm kind of like you're standing in a fog versus anything else. Okay. And when you're in a situation where you're kind of nervous or you feel like you might be about to get attacked or something, it will actually shrink down for some people's sight to actually see it as a thin line of certain colors going through or around you. It's kind of like all that energy in that aura field is compressed down to create, I don't know, a shield. What a novel idea. I know. Who would have thought? <laughs> all right. Now, 
question is, is how do you solve this problem to where if you've got problems in your aura field, how do you fix them? Hmm. Meditation. You think? <laughs> <laughs> so many people that watch this is now rolling their eyes. Oh, my God. He's mentioning meditation. Yet, Yet again. again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do mention it a lot. But there's reasons for it. There are reasons for it. It works. It works. It, meditation can solve a lot of things. All right. So this will help get rid of those imperfections or those weak spots in your psychic arm when you're out. Don't get me wrong. I, I, people that work at like hospitals or funeral homes, I can add, I can understand them maybe wanting to add a little extra on there. But people really. I've seen YouTube videos and other play people sitting there going, you need to cleanse your house every three days or every other day. You know, my only question to these people that keep on doing this is, what the hell are y'all doing? That you need to cleanse your house that much? To cleanse your house that much and put up that many levels of protections. Mm -hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. We put up level protections around our house, but they're very general protection. Oh, sure, yeah. All right. There's a... Uh, well, the majority of the fields or the barriers we put up, believe it or not, are not to keep energy out. No, it's to keep Even, it in. It's to keep it in. And I know a lot of people are sitting there going, well, if that's true, how does that protect people? Well, it protects your neighbors. It protects your neighbors, <laughs> not you. All right. You shouldn't need protection from you your own energies. energies. Exactly. <laughs> And again, but your neighbors might. Your neighbors might. I mean, because the other people, to, to these entities that do not have bodies that do live on our realm at times, see this as an all-out buffet. Right. We briefly talked about that in another right. episode. So, again, the idea is, okay, that barrier is to keep that energy in, and we normally have a thought form or a home guardian protection mm -hmm. that we refer to as a thought form. And those things patrol for any of these entities that want to come in and out. These things act like, you know, guard dogs or anything like that. You know, making them is pretty easy. Everybody can look them up. If you want me to explain it, let us know. But Yeah, I'm, let us know. We can go into detail about that. It's pretty easy. We can go later. I'm not going to get into it here. All right. Makes sense so far? These are, these are like the two main protections. And even then, that household guardian is not only protecting you from spiritual, but human, too. No, oh, no, we have stories about that. <laughs> I mean, some pretty good ones, too. You know, some of these, you know, get rid of people trying to... Stealing as little as change to make them freak out. Right. Other things. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, I mean, they do work, and they they even work on this to drop down robberies and stuff like that. Right. So it protects your house even on this level. Don't get me wrong. It does not replace locking your doors or setting your alarms and well, stuff no. like that. You still have to do all the common sense things. Right. And it, it still doesn't mean don't buy a dog and get a dog and to protect your house, right. too. It's not going to hurt. No, of course not. Now, where a lot of people get really confused about this and where this is probably going to send a lot of people over the edge is when it comes to ritual. Mm -hmm. Everybody thinks that circle's there to protect 
them from what's ever on the other side, from demons and all this other stuff. I know, and I just I continually roll my eyes at that thought. Well, let's think about this. All right, you're you 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 cast the psychic protection, then you call the elements the elementals to reinforce that, right? To take you more into their realm, right? And then to ultimately get to the realm of the gods and in those energies. But nobody at any time has ever thought to celestial beings like angels and and um, elementals and stuff like that and to the gods were the demons. Where the lower life forms were the lower vibrations. Right. We're the ones, quote unquote, invading their territory. Ter- right. So, so we're, we're stepping into an area where we don't really belong. Right. This is not our world. This is not. It's theirs. Right. They need protection from us in the same way everybody thinks that we need protection from other things lower than ourselves. Right. Funny how that is. Huh. Things that make you go, hmm. Well, no, I was just wondering who in the hell was the arrogant son of a bitch that thought of this? Who in the hell do they think they are that, that ooh, we're all so special that things are going to come out of the woodwork just to attack you? Right. Even I don't believe I'm that special. Trust me. <laughs> trust me. I could step in front of the, a bus. I'm going to tell you exactly what in the world's going to happen. Or let me rephrase that. Let me tell you. I'm going to tell you what's not going to happen. The bus is not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Donu herself is not going to rip open the she, fly into this realm just to stop that bus. Right. Because I worship her. It's not going to happen. No, we're not that special. We're not that special. Even when we're on their realm and their plane and walking with them, we're only getting a fraction of their attention. But now, on that note, you've got people that say, like the Christians, you've got people that say, we are special because God created us with souls. Angels do not have souls. God also gave us free will. Angels do not have free will. Yes. But so therefore, we're special. Yes, but humanity or souls to the source, one of us is like the equivalent. Comparing us to the source is be like you getting all a hissy fit because you lost one skin cell. Ah. Does that make sense? We are nothing more than a tick on the ass of a, <laughs> of a gnat on the back of a freaking whale. Right. Back to that whole grain of sand. Oh, right. The reason I like using sand, because witches have to be a little tougher. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, a lot tougher. <laughs> Personality-wise. Yes, right. we're all unique grains of sands on a beach full of billions of other grains of sands. Right. That's how unique each and every one of us are. With crabs and snails <laughs> and everything else <laughs> that pick us up and just transport us somewhere else and or drop the, us. Or the ocean that comes and picks us up and moves right. us wherever in the world it wants. Right. So again, we're not that significant. I mean, don't get me wrong. I understand that you need to cleanse your house every so often. Negative energy does build up. Once a year, once every six months, maybe. Right. You know, and that's if you're actually doing ritual in your house on a regular basis. Okay, so how does that relate to casting a protection spell? Uh, well, we've talked about this. Protective items. We've talked about this in a, a different episode. 
don't know when it's coming out, but (laughs) (laughs) we talked about the fact that using casting circle over and over again in a single spot Mm -hmm. will cause an agrarian field, will actually cause a buildup of energy over time. This is your energy from your circles. If it's a coven, it's the coven's energy building up over time. These things have to be monitored and kept in check. This stuff slipping into your neighbor's house, yeah, it could cause ghosts and other paranormal activity to start happening in that area. Because this, that, that's all this is, is pure, that agrarian field is nothing more than pure psychic energy. Okay. That your household guardians and your own fields can actually use to power itself without you having to reinforce it over and over again. Okay, so you're basically saying that we don't really need protection spells throughout the day. We just need a protection spell to keep the energies inside whatever area we're doing ritual space in. Right. So you can even live. I mean, for for those who are like in households where multiple people live there right. and you're doing rituals, yes, you can do these barriers and stuff to where in the world the energy is contained to a single room. Okay, but as far as day-to-day life goes... No. You don't need protection spells. No. What about the people who say we do? I, mean, I would I would sit there. What about t- the evil eye? Yeah. What Somebody cast it? the evil eye on me. I need a protection spell. Well, that sounds like a personal problem to me, but, you know, I got a bad attitude, too. Damn. <laughs> but, again, if you're doing your meditations, if you're working on your issues, right? that psychic armor of yours should be able to override that okay this is and this is just the average person on the road this is not all right so that also negates the need for reversal spells and cleansing spells right anything along those lines well you know of course we're old guard and we believe we truly believe in energy manipulation right and as far as people casting spells and stuff upon you it becomes a battle of wheels when two witches get mad at each other, and I'm not saying it don't happen, and they start ca- casting curses on each other, it really comes down to a understanding of who has the stronger will okay. over the other. And I've said it before, and I'll say it again. What we're talking about is the whole entire concept like uh, Ben Kenobi did in Star Wars. These are not the droids you're looking for. His will was stronger than the than the other persons, than the stormtrooper. This is how glamours work. This is how certain other things where we are forcing our view of reality onto other people around us. Gotcha. All right. Those who have strong wills will look at you going, what you talking about, Willis? (laughs) While other people go, oh, yeah, you do have purple eyes. I didn't know that. So, again, here, here's another level of defense that is, again, taken into account because, again, the, your ability to control your will, to be able to activate or deactivate emotions and control yourself and your anger and your own heartbeat, respiration, and all this other stuff is you. And, again, achieved through meditation to protect. Make sense? Well, then it it comes down to, I wonder why people don't meditate more. I don't understand. Because we've gotten lazy. 
There's an amp for that. There's a spell for that. No oh, matter well. what in the world you do. We don't want to do no work. We don't want to dig into our own subconscious. We don't want to heed the advice that we've been told for centuries to know thyself and throw it in the damn trash because it's easier to blame everybody else than to see what in the world your problem is. What's wrong with your attitude? Right. All right. It's easier to box it up and to sell it off to do these unboxing videos and put out freaking spells that don't really work because nobody understands the witch's pyramid anymore. Nobody understands the concept of actual will. We want to refer to a pretty poem as ethics and fucking morals. Right. And well, and the witch's pyramid, you mentioned that. We've had people recently tell us, oh, I didn't know anything about the witch's pyramid. How, How do you not know about the Witch's Pyramid? I mean, and before it was called the Witch's Pyramid, it was actually referred to as the Witch's Vice. Right. But again, it's still the same concept of how magic works. But you're studying witchcraft. How do you not know this? Because it's easier to ignore the problem True. and to cast a spell. True. All right? That's like you got people out there right now, and I've seen them, a spell a day. Really? Mm-hmm. What idiot came up with this freaking idea? Yeah, you don't need to do that many spells. If you're having to do that many spells, you need to stop when you're ahead because, again, there's going to be more of uh, problems in the long run over that. Well, Not that, backlash. That, that spell a day thing, that's the latest challenge on YouTube. Well, that right there is just nothing but call, calling for chaos and <laughs> <Right>. stupidity. <laughs> All right, because people don't understand this. The farther and farther you get into chaos, the stupider and stupider humans become. Right. Humanity cannot be 100% chaos. No. This world that we live in, our realm, mm -hmm. is a world of order. Right. All right? Not complete order like, oh, everything's got its... No. But there is an order to it. We do have to abide by na you know, certain laws of nature. And of the universe. You know, just like a lot of people sitting there, probably sitting there going, you know what? You keep on telling us, you know, if we're not practicing your way, we're not talking about practicing my way. We're, I'm talking about the laws of the universe and of magic and how it actually works. Right. That's something completely different That's something than completely the way we practice witchcraft. Right. Did that make sense? What I just said? It made sense to me. I hope it made sense to everybody else. All right. <laughs> if not... Please let us know. We will explain that a little bit more in detail. So, I mean, that's really what you got to start asking yourself is what are you protecting yourself from? I mean, there's a difference between there comes a point to where protection becomes a little overkill. Right. More like a crutch. More like a crutch. Oh, no, I can't go outside. Oh, my God. There's germs. There's pollen outside. Oh, no, I can't do that. Why not? Nobody faces their fear anymore today. All they do is go to a shrink, get medication, and don't sit down and actually think about it. Everything's an excuse. Oh, I can't do my med I can't do my daily activities. Your daily activity, only thing I've ever known for a daily activity in craft at all is your freaking daily meditation. And if you ain't figured out that you can do all your other stuff while you're meditating, you're an idiot. Well, I'm, I'm sorry. You go, you get into your little safe space when you're in meditation there. You can worship the gods. You can commune with them. 
You can charge up your thought forms if that's what in the world you need to do. If you need to work on stuff, your brain's going to make you work on stuff. It means you need to put the other stuff off until you deal with yourself first. Right. And we're not negating the power and the need for therapy or medications. But you need to be doing meditations in addition to that to really get down to the root of all your issues. I mean, because you could do these and do your meditation, see how in the world you feel about it, write them down and go back to your therapist going, hey, a meditation, this is what keeps on coming up. Maybe we might need to talk about that. Right. I mean, it, it's a valuable tool. Use it. Use it. But nobody ever does. I mean, there's a spell for that. Oh, I got an app for that. Uh, what's the difference? Why do I need to meditate on my own? I can do a guided meditation. I have I have an app that gives me a daily guided meditation. Don't get me started on guided meditations. <laughs> that is nothing. If you are doing guided meditations and you've been meditating every day for a year and you're still doing a guided, guided meditation, you need to take the damn training wheels off. Right. Guided meditations are to tell you how to what the feeling is or what you need to fit, what kind of state you need to be in mentally to meditate. Right. It's to get you used to that energy, that feeling of what it is to meditate. Right. It's not nothing else. There's no big ooh, ah. And once you, yeah, once you get used to that, you don't need those guided meditations. You don't know. I got plenty of people that I, I got a couple of people that came up to me after doing meditation and stuff like that. And they're like, six months later and they're like i don't do the guy i just sit down and meditate and i'm just i'm like that's what you're supposed to do right they felt bad about it and i'm kind of like what's wrong you already know how to get there so why do you need to go through that nobody said you had to it's great for to start off with but after a while you just sort of and i know everybody's gonna get tired they're gonna get really tired of hearing us talk about meditation but what everybody else needs to realize is that meditation can help you solve so many issues. And then some you didn't know. <laughs> and some, Yeah, and some you didn't know about. And when it comes down to it, just like you said earlier, if you're doing your meditations, you've got that aura field built up. You've got your own protections. Right. It's going to build up your aura. It's going to build up your will. And everything's going to be so strong, you're not going to need that protective spell. You're not going to need to carry that crystal or those rocks or whatever it else you're carrying, a talisman. You're not going to need that stuff. Well, the hope there is eventually, hopefully, people will realize that they're carrying the Dumbo, Dumbo feather. Right. That the crystals and the herbs and all this, yeah, they can lend boost to your energies and your spells and all that when you're actually using them versus not, but... It's still just a focal point. I, I, I don't understand why people can't understand that. These are focal points. These are not needed. You don't actually have to have a jar to do a spell jar. Right. You know, with enough meditation and enough practice, you can literally visualize all that and create uh, and have the energies work in the same fashion. Absolutely. It takes time. It takes patience and it takes some training. Some training. Okay, a lot of training <laughs> and a lot of meditating. <laughs> so, I mean, it's a pretty simple idea. But, I mean, again, what started all this was I did watch a video, and it was like the 15th video I have seen in the past couple of months. 
of the same thing, maybe a different spell, whatever. Why are y'all still doing this? Why aren't we talking about doing your meditation instead, increasing your will, doing exercises to do that? How long can you visualize this? How long can you visualize? How creative can you be? How many, you know, how many things can you for a random household item? These things increase your mental capabilities. But no, 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 no. We don't need that. We got a spell instead. Right. And that exercise, that can be really fun. You take the most obscure household item, something that most people wouldn't even think of. I actually think it would make a good drinking game. Right? <laughs> right? You take the most obscure, any, any household item, anything laying around your house, and you come up with 15 different uses for it, not none of them the original use for yeah, that yeah. item. Could you imagine like having like five people? Everybody picks random household items. They write down five uses, and the one with the dumbest or the easiest or the lamest, right? Whatever has to take a drink. <laughs> that would be fun. That would be fun. And I'm sorry, there are ways to make this stuff kind of fun. Oh sure, yeah. But this, you're still you're still exercising the mind. You're still doing what needs to be done to get yourself into that mind frame. Right. I mean, and I'm sorry, the more we use these things, these skills and techniques in life through playing games, through interacting with other people and and going through scenarios, sitting there and going, okay, what happens if I run across a person that says this? Right. In meditation, we can do this in a safe spot. That way, when the when the actual time comes, you'll know what to do and say. Why in the world everybody thinks they need a spell for everything is boggles my mind. So I have no idea. I think I'm about out of coffee. How about you? Yes, I'm about out of coffee as well. Thanks for joining us for another thrilling episode of Pagan Coffee Talk. <laughs> we are on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We are on YouTube. If you want to leave us a comment, fly on over to the YouTube channel. Uh, leave us a comment there. You can drop us a line on Facebook. We're on Messenger. Join us next time. All right. Thanks, y'all. We travel down this trodden path, the maze of stone and mire. Just hold my hand as we pass by a sea of blazing pyres. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning breaks. And so it is the end of our days, so walk with me till morning.